Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kia ora, everyone, and welcome to... Welcome back to, welcome to, maybe it's your first time here, your bona fide favourite pop culture podcast. I'm Lucy. Over there we have... I'm London Laura. London Laura. I love that you have an alias. <laughs> I'm soon to be Lisbon Lucy, actually. Very soon. Which brings us to your big news of the week, Lucy. Which brings me to the thing that describes my week, which was going to be living vicariously through Belle and being in Visa Hell didn't know that rhymed it does um but last night I got my visa so everyone you can you could stop having to listen to me bang on about how much it sucks being stuck at home um and I'll be coming to the same time zone as Laura I cannot believe that we're no longer gonna do this at like 6 a.m your time 9 p.m my time I know what's it gonna be like when we're on the same time zone is it gonna be better like will the chemistry be gone (laughs) <laughs> will will we still be good at this? I don't know. The thing is, I'm excited to be sitting there with a glass of wine and not a cup of coffee. Like I just, I'm oh. ready for that change. I have one right here. Oh, oh my god, she's an angel. And Laura, I've already said what describes my week. What describes yours? What describes my week? Oh, heat wave. Don't know if you've heard, but we're having what? a. All the newspapers are calling it an Indian summer, where basically it's 32 degrees every day this week. It's like scorching hot out of nowhere. Oh, my God. I know. It's crazy. Oh. So the summer that we never had has arrived just in time for autumn. I saw that you over the weekend went to a really murky pond. So that. <laughs> oh, you would love. Do you know what? You would love. I'm going to link this in the show notes. Oh, it's I bet she won't. Ladies pond. I will. <laughs> I just want to say to anyone who listened last week, there was about 45 show notes for you, okay? I'm getting better. I'm beating my... <laughs> I'm beating my block. Um, no, oh, the Hampstead Heath Ladies Pond is a, like, mythical legend of a place where it's this murky as <laughs> pond in Hampstead Heath. But people have been going there for... since forever ago. Yeah, I feel like I read about it in books all the time. Yes, Always poems about it, books about it. A lot of authors love going there. There's a very funny article that talks about how she went swimming and there's just like plasters floating next to her face. And like, Ooh. it is, it's kind of like a mind over matter, but it is, it is actually beautiful. I'm going to say it. I loved it. Okay. Well, I mean, and, and so then you can't go to the beach. So what are you going to link? What we got. Like it, regarding show notes. So there's this. <laughs> I'm going to link the article, Lucy, to the Paris Review, where someone wrote about it far more eloquently than I ever No, I just didn't know if you were going to link, like, Google Maps to the ladies. I'm going to link Google Maps. I'm going to link a Google Maps. And we're all going to meet there together, and it's going to be gorgeous. (laughs) Okay, well, look, I'll put it on the list, but I just saw on Laura's Instagram story this week, (laughs) Rupert diving into a murky pond, and I thought... 
must bring that up. Must follow that up. <laughs> Seems important. Must uh, ask what's going on there. Well, you're about five days away from beautiful, oh, sparkling ocean. I know. I can't fucking wait. Um, Laura, big breaking news for Should We Care. We've already had someone message us asking if we were going to talk about it, oh, and it's very Laura coded. <laughs> Was it you? Was it me that messaged? Um, actually, no. It was. Can you believe it? It was someone else messaging me. Um, Timothy Chalamet, Kylie Jenner had a kiss. Do you care? Spotted finally. I definitely care. I Same. I've been waiting for this for months since it was rumored that they were possibly seeing each other. No one believed it. There was a lot of funny takes on it. And then how long later they're finally spotted at a Beyonce concert, right? Yeah. And, and like everyone's Beyonce saying concert. like... Everyone's, you know, that photo of Christina holding the camera and thank you next. And everyone's saying, we know who was behind this camera. And I'm like, yeah, she probably was. And Laura and I were actually just saying that it's funny because our episode today is all about celebrity digital footprints. And there's a few Kardashian ones in there, but I feel like they always want, even the really bad ones, they want their digital footprints, right? Do you remember Timothy Chalamet's kisses with, I think it was Lily Rose Depp, and he looks like a little fish sucking on a mollusk or something i don't know but i said this before imagine someone putting a photo of you kissing someone on the internet no and then i said to laura before (laughs) and i actually wasn't going to bring this to the podcast but fine there was a photo of me i used to be just outrageous as you are when you're younger there was this photo of me in my hometown bar kissing this boy who i didn't i did end up dating so it was it still wasn't fine. It would come up. Everyone took heaps of photos because it was like, oh, Lucy, like, you're doing this oh. in public. I was doing it in public. And then every year on my birthday, you remember Facebook? No. Your Facebook wall would be like it's a, a You've got a memory wall. today. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh, disgusting. No, and there was another one. Oh, my God. No. It's actually terrible the way we used to use the internet. There's another one of me when I was at uni. And I'm, oh, I can't even talk about it. Actually, Do you I want to say this? No, no, it was just another boy, them? another boy who's kind of still in the friend group. And oh my god, why did we do that? Anyway, the so Facebook memory, like on this day, sixteen years ago, no. you were hashing no. someone in your hometown bar. Which no. also, I learned this week, hashing is very much not a word that anyone says over here. I think we talked about that last week, or was that an off the mic oh. chat? I think that was an off the mic. I mean, oh. we wouldn't know because neither of us listened to this back. No. No, we need Rupert. We always need Stanley Tucci Light to tell us, one, if we've had a good ep that week. And he says we always do, which is the validation we need. Every week he says it's his favourite one yet, which is easy to please in that regard. Also, petition four, we're going to get Rue's news. Um, As soon as there's a pop culture news story that he actually cares about, he's coming on to perform it. (laughs) Well, to Uh, talk about it. To perform? He's coming on to do a spoken word. No, he's going to play his guitar and you're going to sing the story. <laughs> you get the egg. I get the egg. <laughs> We're all getting you know, After we talked about that the other week and we talked about me getting the egg, I had several friends message me and they were like, I know for a fact that you've sung with people before and not got the egg. This is fake. I was like, the point oh. is, the sentiment. <laughs> The point is, is you're not allowed to know me and listen to the podcast because sometimes I lie, bitches. And that's the rule. (laughs) Okay, we've got a brilliant episode today. I mean, it could be chaos. It could be brilliant. Well, it's going to be chaos. We've already started with the first Should We Care, which was Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner. The next one, um, again, Laura actually messaged me and then Ruby wrote it up. And I actually loved what 
Ruby wrote about it, but Ruby wrote it. Can we just say producer Ruby? Beautiful. Producer Ruby slays the game every time. Um, Olivia Rodrigo had an article that went out in the Guardian this week, and the internet kind of reacted in a way that made it seem like it was kind of a messy article, but it actually it wasn't messy. It was a really good. Um, I mean, I say everything that can keep my attention for a whole ten minutes is really good. Uh, but Ruby wrote this about the profile. She said, This is one of the most enjoyable profiles I've read in a long time. She's exactly like all of us. She stumbles on her words, overcorrects, and then overshares, rambles because she overshares, is confident, then worried she's not self aware enough, so becomes overly self critical, all while worrying that she won't be relatable anymore. I'm sorry, is this not all of us all the time? I found it so deeply refreshing and shows the utter chaos of being young and a woman, but imagine doing it in front of the whole world like Olivia's doing. Oh, Ruby, that's beautiful. I know. We've got to give her credit, like, through us, because she refuses to come on the pod. That's fine. It's not beat everyone. But we're just her puppets, and she can write the scripts, pull the strings. <laughs> just before we actually get into a bit of what was said in the profile, we actually have a giveaway for um, Olivia Rodrigo's new album, Guts, in the She Should Care About newsletter. So if you want a copy of that and you're from New Zealand, come to the newsletter and find all that shit out. We'll probably put it in the show notes. We will probably put it in the show notes. Probably. Um, anyway, Olivia Rodrigo. Laura, did you read the profile? I read the profile. I par- I First of all, just to shout out, you loved your roundup of the article. I feel like you pulled out the really fun bits. The bit about, like, oh, there were so many different parts, but I thought what was really interesting is how honest she seemed to be. I didn't think it was a messy article. I thought that the way that the journalist wrote it was quite interesting because it felt like you were kind of in the interview with them. Yeah. Particularly around her response to when she asked her about the lyrics to Vampire. I thought that was really bold and brave of the journalist to go straight in there and basically ask a question that was shoehorning a different question, which was, is there beef with you and Taylor Swift? Because that's what everyone wants to know. And here's and, and Olivia said, how do I answer this? Rodrigo whispers at the table when I ask her. I mean, I never want to say who any of my songs are about. I've never done that before in my career and probably won't. I think it's better to not pigeonhole a song to being about this one thing. She laughs nervously. I was very surprised when people thought that about the song being about Taylor Swift, which also, I just think the song is really obviously not about Taylor Swift and people, fans online made a connection that like the song is just so obviously about a fame fuck, like her sleeping with a person that like wanted her not for who she was and like wanted to, you know, be cool. And Well, I can't listen to the song or read about it without thinking of when you waited into Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) No, I know. And he said, hi, where is this? I was like, oh. And he said, dare I say it, TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, this is probably the most iconic moment of 2023 for me. (laughs) (laughs) Dare I say TikTok and then good luck with the cage fight while I've got you. No. (laughs) She's got no self-awareness. Well, no. Well, I don't it's know. actually the funniest thing you have ever done. <laughs> and that is saying something. Because I'm hilarious. No, so, okay, one, I don't think this song is about Taylor Swift. Two, what is the beef there? Like, there must be, because she used to talk about Taylor Swift all the time, and now she doesn't anymore. So, 
something's going on. I don't know. But I, I also wanted to say, this is off top, not off topic. I, the music video for Bad Idea, right, is so good. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it because I'm famously not oh. a music video girl. I could give Lisa a no. shit about music videos. My friend sent it to me and she was just like, tell me, like, what you, like, this is us, basically, in whatever year it was. And it's so, it's so nostalgic. It's just so good. Okay. I really recommend. Maybe I will. Maybe I actually will go and watch it. There was another part in the Olivia Rodrigo article that I thought you would like, which was about the tortured artist trope. She said, I grew up with the idea that to- with the idea of tortured artists and that there was some notability in that. I don't think that anymore. I just thought it was interesting to hear a young person talking about yes. something we talk about de- often. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And kind of this like narrative that was heavily fed I mean forever really but I think particularly the past 15 to 20 years that's been like a huge narrative with the music and we've talked before about how actually it doesn't serve the musicians and the artists themselves Mm. and it's nice to hear people say that they can create from a place of health sometimes oh I've spoken like a true person that's interested in the mental health of artists (laughs) Laura I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. My last thing I wanted to say about this piece, and feel free to jump in if you've got things that you also wanted to add, was it is just insane that she had to give, and I don't know if I'm saying insane because it's a huge cut or insane because the stakes are this high, but 50% went to Paramore for Good For You, um, and that's because one of the writers... Not Haley, one of the writers kicked up a farce, and fair enough. Um, but 50% is fucking huge for this like young 20-year-old girl, or however old she was when she did this. And then Deja Vu, 50% went to Taylor Swift, etc. Because it apparently interpolates or whatever, Cruel Summer. Which is so interesting, and obviously it's like this really, I don't know, relevant thing that's happening in the music industry all the time. But I just thought 50% was a huge cut. And I'm, I'm I was like shook to find out that that was... The cut. I don't know. I just thought it was. Yeah, I had I had no idea until you posted about it. Yeah, we did a whole podcast on um, no Olivia. It's called No Olivia Rodrigo is not stealing your music because there's this huge trope with her that everyone, whenever she releases a song, tries to find a song that it sounds really similar to now. Um... And I'm like, would you do this if it wasn't just a young woman, like up and coming artist? Like, obviously, yes, it happens to Ed Sheeran and stuff all the time, but it's just every time she releases a song, people are now coming for her. Um, and she says it doesn't really get to her. Like, she thinks that would be, that would hinder her creativity if she was spending the whole time in the studio wondering who I saw that, her yeah. shit sounded like. And to be honest, I agree with that. It would fuck up creativity. That's why I hate all those lawsuits. But anyway, I thought 50% was a huge cut. Next story, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, rumoured divorce. This kills me. Like, I don't usually give a shit about celebrity relationships. These ones, I care. Do you care? This is very this podcast coded as well, so I care. You do care. 
Laura cares about everything. I want something to happen. I think and it's because she's really, a caring person. Yeah, very relatable. I say I don't care. I know. It's because you're a lifelong learner. When we first did this and you just kept saying, Laura's the most healed person I know. Yeah, she that, is. That really. She is. That, you are. That's not. Seriously, you're healed, bro. But Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, possibly not healed. Basically, it all sprung up because Joe wasn't wearing his mm-hmm. wedding ring. And then he was. Oh. And then sources said that they were you know, heading for divorce. Reports from insider sources said Mm -hmm. that their relationship had been on the rocks for the last six months and that both of them are sort of seeking out lawyers, etc. They sold their Miami home only a year after they bought it um, for less than the asking price. Ruby's written here, so it seems like a rushed sale. Ruby, okay, real estate agent. Um, also just yet another divorce i feel like we're talking about this all the time i know and someone with joe joe owen joe someone that was sofia vergara's husband joe jonas oh yeah i think it's the joe blow that's actually it you've cracked it (laughs) if your name's joe (laughs) if your name's joe just get under your covers this year and just like watch yourself watch yourself and then okay the next story the final should we care is something wild that I saw floating around the internet, but I never actually looked into because I don't know about you, Laura, but I don't really, I never have watched and I don't really give a fuck about like family vlogging channels and family vloggers. I, and- yeah, this reading this, what Ruby's written is the first time I've heard about this or this person. It's a world I'm not associated with. Me too. But I find that I see it on TikTok all the time. People love to like get, fucked off about family vloggers and youtubers and fair enough in hindsight you can sort of see why but there was a time when they were just like the peak youtube was like all these families of like six plus people and they just film their lives i never watched it maybe um, we just missed it like maybe it was like everyone in the five years above us because i feel like i definitely nothing yeah but maybe it's because are you very maternal sorry very like (laughs) Very <laughs> question. I'm not a maternal person, so I would never. I never look at pregnancy announcement things. I never like. I don't care. I learn so much about you every time. This is like when you tell me you're not physical touch, and I just flash back to every single time I'd forced a hug upon you in our life. Together. No, but I like your hugs. It's yeah, just well, like no. You clearly don't like. You don't have to like my hugs. No, but I do. Like you and Liv. Not Ruby. No offense, Ruby, but we do not hug. <laughs> but, like, my family, no, please don't hug me. Maybe my little brother is a stretch. I don't know. I'm like, I would, anyway, I'm not I would hug anything, anyone. <laughs> you would hug a brick wall. <laughs> Sorry, Laura and I always laugh about the time that she said, you would have chemistry with a brick wall, Lucy. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me. <laughs> Yeah, but it's the same with you. But then Laura said, no, I would just be wanting the brick wall to like me. I would. <laughs> the brick wall so cute. They really hate me. And I'd be like, but please. <laughs> Can I help you out? Oh, okay, okay. Let's, let's do this. Let's do this story. Um, we are talking about Ruby Frankie, who is a Utah woman who is right now facing child abuse charges. So this is a bit of a harder and stickier story so if you do want to skip through this 
two minutes ahead and we'll be into embarrassing digital footprint moments. But for anyone that's interested, Ruby Frankie, who she she ran this really popular YouTube channel in 2015 called Eight Passengers, which talked about the parenting of her six children. The channel had over two million subscribers before it was deactivated earlier this year. And Ruby has in the past faced backlash for her strict parenting measures or like the way that she said that people should be parenting their children or whatever. Before what we're about to talk about, um, there had been sort of signs. Like she made her son sleep in a sleeping uh, sleep on a beanbag for several months as punishment. Like she shut off his room. And apparently she's like withheld meals as a form of discipline of like of her kids. Viewers have actually previously called child protective services on her, which is just crazy because she's she is documenting this shit, right? And then where it all came to a head was that her 12-year-old son had climbed out the window and run to a neighbor's house to ask for food and water. And so he appeared to be basically malnourished he had wounds he had duct tape um like around his extremities police then were um taken to another location where they found another child who was only 10 who had a similar who was you know showing similar signs of all of the above um and so yeah the kids were taken to the hospital and the police then obtained a search warrant taking four of her kids into family and child services and yeah now she has these charges against her but Ruby's eldest daughter has actually been sort of speaking out about this posting to her Instagram story saying she and her family are so glad justice is being served like speaking out against it and it is just there's a lot more to the story that we won't go into here but It is just wild to me that this was happening in the public eye, yet it still took this long and was, like, this hard to do something about it. It's so sad, and it just happens so often. Yeah, and and it just... We've been seeing, um, again, I haven't really read much about them because it's not my area of interest, but I have been seeing a lot more new laws coming into play over in the States about things like protecting the children that are part of like family vlogging and protecting Mm. child actors and things like that and so I feel like we're seeing this big shift Mm. and honestly I I actually just can't believe this story I can't believe she went from a youtuber and she thought it was okay to like document all of this shit um and that is a bad example of a digital footprint like all of that was there for everyone to see to watch Mm. sort of as it was happening We are going to move into slightly lighter territory with, there were a few things that happened over the past week that made us feel like we need to just take a walk down memory lane of digital footprints, Um, namely Halsey's Hailer song. This was the thing that like sort of started This is what tipped you over the edge. This really tipped me over the edge. Um, Halsey... Did you know that Halsey started off as like a One Direction Tumblr fangirl? Like, no, I did not know that. No, I should also say that Halsey goes by they and she pronouns, so we might mm-hmm. switch between the two um, in this segment. But yeah, so Halsey basically was part of the One Direction fandom, and when Harry Styles and Taylor Swift started dating, it was 2012. So like, we were all think about what we were all like in 2012. But she recorded a parody of I Knew You Were Trouble, but she called it the Hailer Song. And I'm just going to read you 
some of the lyrics. Um, Once upon a time when albums were debuted, Hayla was conceived, we panicked because we knew she'd hurt him. She'd hurt him. She'd hurt him, him, him. You know, you guys all know the tune. At first we didn't care. We figured she'd back off. She'd always got around. We thought she'd take a walk and desert him, desert him, desert him. I want you to sing it to me. No, I'm not. (laughs) And then basically the chorus is just like, we knew she was trouble when she snagged Styles. How could we allow Taylor to get him with her fake smiles? It seems he's hers now. My jaw just dropped. No, I know. Um, we knew she was trouble when she got Styles, so shame on us now. This fandom's getting kind of hostile. She's going to put him in her ex-boy pile. She's trouble, trouble, trouble. Um, and then there's another verse. And then the last chorus is, and now we're getting angry because she snagged Styles. My dashboard hates her. Let's just say this shit better be worthwhile because if he dates her, she's going to put Harry through some tough trials and write an album with his name on file. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, but look, everyone, we were all alive in 2012 once, unless you're a child listening, unless you're a 10 year old listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually, so she's tried to scrub this from the internet, and um, they were asked about the Taylor so- the Hayla song for an interview with Enemy in 2015, and they said, I made that video in 2012, and there was not another word about me in the press until 2014, but it keeps getting brought up. And then she goes on to say she made multiple parody videos at that age. I'm quick-witted, clever, and kind of an arsehole, and, ha- and that was how I handled it when I was 16. And it's just- I kind of love that response. Same, same. But Laura, imagine, because oh. now she's kind of, I think they're kind of friends, or they're in the same circles at least. Like, I bet they've talked about this. Oh, it's so orkies. Oh. Well, this kind of leads on to one of my favorite moments. Oh, no. Oh, there's a lot I want just, to talk about today. But I have a on. Taylor one very quickly that you might know more than I will. But there is a Taylor Swift video starring Taylor Lautner. And Taylor Lautner, his wife. I don't know it. What? I don't know it. So I don't know it. But I don't. I don't know. It. I, but I don't know it. I'm supposed so, to say I don't know it. Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner dated, as we know. Yep. Taylor Lautner married ta- another Taylor, now Taylor Lautner, to get confusing. Yeah. Taylor Lautner, Taylor Lautner's wife, <laughs> was posted a photo. From 2010, of like with Taylor Swift, absolutely fangirling, losing her mind, to 10 years later, star in a Taylor Swift music video with Taylor Lautner, her now husband, also Taylor Swift's ex boyfriend, and yeah. Taylor Lautner, and all of them together just being like, this is amazing. Taylor Lautner, the husband, even commented on it and was just like, I don't know how I pulled this off. No, I, okay, I love, there's not much I love more than seeing fans go from fan to, like, friend. Okay, Sabrina Carpenter, huge Taylor Swift fan, is now opening for Taylor Swift on the Eras Tour. She, when she was, like, 12 or 13, recorded a cover, maybe even younger, a cover of Picture to Burn, which now that YouTube video gets played before Sabrina opens for uh, Taylor Swift on the Eras Tour. That's amazing. That's a digital footprint positive. Like, sorry, that's iconic. I also have, this is possibly, I think, we talked about this maybe on my first pod here very briefly, but this is one of my favorite fan origin stories ever, and this involves Hayley Lou Richardson from The White Lotus. Do you know what I'm going to talk about? Oh, yep. (gasps) Yes. So this, honestly, 
I I rewatched the clip today of her on the James Corden show because it just makes oh. me so happy. So Haley Lou Richardson is from the White Lotus, for those who don't know her, and she basically revealed her huge Jonas Brothers fandom on the Late Late Show in December. She went on the show and she was shown a photo of herself meeting the Jonas Brothers back in I, they didn't state what year it was, but she was she yeah. was little. She was wee. And she basically yeah. went on to admit that her AOL name was Haley Jonas. She'd written Nick's name on Aww. all of her Converse shoes. She even made herself a tie, and then she took, made a tie, second tie for Nick and took them to the concert because <gasps> he was going through a tie phase at the time. She wanted to give it to Nick. However, it was taken by security before she got in, and her heart just dropped when she went on the show. And James Corden jokingly said that he'd got in touch with Nick. Oh, um, in the clip on the show, basically it cuts away and it comes back and James Corden is FaceTiming Nick Jonas. <gasps> and she properly starts losing her mind. Like, it was so sweet. You were watching someone genuinely fangirl over yeah. their favorite artist in the world. And just, she basically just swore a whole lot. And then yeah. eventually said, can I please tell you something? I'm so proud of you and going to your concerts now recently as adults. I feel so proud of the three of you. I'm so happy for your lives, your creative endeavors, and your families. And I love you. Oh. Meanwhile, Nick responded telling her to bring another tie. It ended. It was beautiful. It was very sweet. But the story doesn't end there. Later on, they were filming the music video for the Jonas Brothers for the album visual. And she ended up starring in the music video. And she essentially, it's like, they have a very short cameo, I think, near the end where they pop in. But she obviously got to hang out with them, meet them. And yes. be the star of a Jonas Brothers music video, which she said, it was amazing. And I cried for three days straight. No. I think that is the most beautiful, pure, digital footprint, yes. full circle moment. Like her AOL username. Like fan fiction username being like about Nick Jonas and then being in a music video, which I have seen everyone, famously. I have oh, seen that one. Famously. And I just think she was so shameless about being a fan and like she didn't get embarrassed yes. by her footprint and I'm obsessed. I want to move on to my favourite one of all time, just quickly because I'll die if I don't say it now. It's, I actually put this on TikTok and it's gotten like over a million views. So I know you all love it too. It's Hosier when he accidentally became handsome Squidward and put it on his public <laughs> Instagram. Have you seen this, Laura? Yeah. No. So he's like, he's put on this filter and he's like, he's like filming himself. He's like, oh yeah, girl. Like he's like filming himself being handsome Squidward. And then he uploads it. His phone crashes and then he comes back online because he couldn't get rid of it because his phone had crashed and you know how long they take to restart. Everyone had seen it. He basically, he posted this really cute apology that was like, you live by the Squidward filter, you die by the Squidward filter. Um, he posted like a little text apology saying that was just for the boys. Like it is my favorite digital footprint. Like it is, oh, it's iconic. Oh. So we had to give well, that a shout out. You just remember that celebs, they're just like us. Well, remember when Harry Styles, he put on what was apparently meant for his close friend story, a photo of him wearing his a One Direction t-shirt at the gym? Yes. One other one that I saw today that I've been reminded of the entire Barbie press store is Ryan Gosling's dancing in his elite dance troupe. Have you seen this? No, but I've seen him singing on like um, the Mickey Ma No, singing on like fucking Disney Channel or his little or something. 
Oh, so this has resurfaced a whole bunch. I saw a lot of it, I saw it brought up a lot of times on the Barbie press tour and him kind of just being like, I don't want to talk about this. And there was a quite famous clip from when he went on Graham Norton and talked about when he was entered in a dance troupe in Canada called the Elite Dance Troupe. And he was the only male dancer alongside a whole group of um, female dancers. And it is absolutely hilarious i fucking love him um someone else that every time they go on a press tour their old dancing and rapping videos gets brought up is timothy chalamet have you seen Lil timmy tim oh yeah no because laura it's like they just can't scrub these things from the web no matter and like i've seen timothy chalamet say like fuck no i don't want to talk about that like in an interview and fair enough no and fair enough because imagine if people were asking us about our like previous things. about when you those photos of you on Facebook no in small town bar no okay I have I have a few more um just as we were talking I was remembered of do you remember the Miley and Mandy show and the online feud that was between Miley and her friend Mandy and Selena and Demi on um, YouTube and no they were uploading photo videos like it was the Miley and Mandy show and then. Maybe Selena and Demi made the first video, or I can't remember who did, and then the other one, like, parodied the two girls that had made a video and made one that was exactly the same but slightly different, like, as a piss take. And sorry, Digital Footprint, they're still there. Like, they've been re-uploaded. Some other ones I loved. We could do a whole episode on Justin Bieber's Digital Footprint because he's been, like, bad. But one time he went to Japan and he posted a photo in front of Tokyo's... um, Yasukuni Shrine, which is a really contentious, or definitely was at the time, um, sort of place, because um, bet- place between Japan, China, and Korea, because it's it's believed to enshrine the souls of some of Japan's World War Two criminals. But Justin Bieber didn't know that. He just stood in front of it and took a photo because he thought it was a nice looking shrine. And then he got a lot of backlash on social media. This was in 2014, and then he put up an apology while in japan i asked my driver to pull over for which i saw a beautiful shrine i was mistaked to think the shrines were only a to think the shrines were only a place of prayer to anyone i've offended i'm extremely sorry i love you china and i love you japan like okay i copied and pasted that caption from a website i'm hoping those spelling mistakes were him like those grammar mistakes were justin bieber i just want a moment for like the twitter heyday but no, honestly, I know the things like that people used to write. No, honestly, uh, and also a moment for Justin Bieber signing Anne Frank's guest book or the guest book at the Anne Frank house, saying, "I think Anne Frank would have been a believer." Do you remember that? No, I'm gonna make a TikTok. I'm gonna make a TikTok just about Justin Bieber's iconic <laughs> faux pas. Oh my goodness! Do you have any more for us, Luz? Yeah, these are gold. Do you have any more? The only one that I want to bring up is. Purely anecdotal, and it was the other day I was watching New Girl, famously a comfort show, and who pops up but Olivia Rodrigo? <gasps> okay. I was so confused. Less of a digital footprint, more of like a short acting choice, I guess. <laughs> yes. I, I, thought, I thought to myself, this girl looks familiar, and it was a little 13 or 14 year old Olivia Rodrigo was an extra in New Girl. Oh my god, love that for her. That's a great digital so... footprint, and that's just a good cameo choice. And we love that for her. Okay, I have a few more. There's some Kardashian ones coming up, which I'm excited because I know you love the Kardashians. First of all, Ariana Grande, do you remember when she got um, 
she got a tattoo and she thought that it said seven rings um, tattooed oh. in kanji, which is a Japanese style of writing, but actually it's spelt out like loosely barbecue grill. So like the two characters separately meant seven and ring, but together they meant Shichirin, which is the name for a small charcoal charcoal grill, and her followers were just like, we love you, but this isn't it. Um, and then we also had Adam, this is so embarrassing, Adam Levine. He posted on Instagram, this year Childish Gambino released one of the most impactful, thought-provoking, and intelligent videos ever made. I'm sure he doesn't care that he wasn't nominated for a VMA because he's cool as fuck and everything, but I care because I'm not that cool and I still want MTV to mean something again, but it won't ever. Okay? Bye. And then, immediately after, shit. I don't usually put my foot in my mouth, but this time I did. This is America actually was nominated for seven VMAs. No. How I didn't get the right info is beyond me. I stand corrected. I'm sorry, MTV. Still no. hate you, though. But mostly, no. I'm sorry. No. Like, just a basic fact check. A basic fact check. How did I get this? <laughs> get this so <laughs> Laura. <laughs> okay, another. This one's on Twitter. Alec Baldwin. In late 2011, Alec Baldwin took to Twitter to lash out at American Airlines for kicking him off the plane, but the circumstances were downright sad. The actor refused to turn off his mobile phone because he was playing words with friends, despite being told to do so. He went to the plane's bathroom, he angrily slammed the door, and then began and then began belittling airplane staff when they checked on him. Subsequently, they kicked him off the flight, and then he went wild on Twitter about it. Oh. Okay. Scott Disick, Digital Footprint. He was doing a partnered ad. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Do you know this one? Oh, no. Oh, he was doing a partnered ad on his Instagram, and the caption is, here you go at 4 p.m. EST, right the below. Caption. Keeping up with the stuff. He posted... He posted that, the email. He posted the email. He posted the copy? Yes, Laura. Yes. What was the one you were thinking of? I was thinking of when, um, we talked about this on the Kardashians episode, so, but it was when the, he sent a DM (gasps) to Courtney's ex and then the ex just screenshot it. I mean, there is a whole world of digital footprints that we could just do on Photoshopping and Instagram, like leaked messages and stuff, like Adam Adam Levine. And his whole scandal as well in the in the DMs. Okay, then there is, I don't know if you remember, Chris Jenner, she took a photo with Gordon Ramsay, and in her photo she looks like so face-tuned and really good. But unfortunately, Gordon Ramsay posted the exact same photo where she mm. actually looks normal in her age and not face-tuned. And that, like then they were put side by side and you could just tell how much she face tuned both of them, not just her. Do you remember that? Oh, he got a go off as well. Yeah, he totally oh, got a go off. Looking at it's it right now. Right. And oh. then the last one. I could have obviously you can hear the excitement in my goddamn voice, but I could have done this one for days. But the last one is Rob Kardashian. And I just don't understand this at all. It's on Twitter. Going to law school very soon and so excited. Can't wait. School just never ends. Hashtag University of Southern Cal. Hashtag Trojans. Hashtag fight on. And then the University of Southern Cal Law School said, Rob Kardashian hasn't even applied to USC law. And just like straight up, he was just lying. Like maybe, maybe he was, he was gonna. Maybe he was gonna. Yeah. Like why would you do that? The energy of this whole 
thing is also giving like you know news bloopers where they do like an end of year roundup yes! and it's like the 10 silliest yeah. moments on the BBC this year. That's what this is giving. And it's so cheesy, but I love it. Yes. But I love it. I want to see them when they don't like the cameras rolling and then say a swear word. Yes, I want to see them have a swear because they're people. Oh. But sorry, these celebrities, like, I don't know. It just felt like there was too many big digital footprint moments happening that I am obsessed that we've done this episode because... Oh. And oh. please leave your favourites in the Geneva chat for everyone who's yes. in there. I would love to hear yes. your favourite moments. That would be hilarious. Okay, Laura, and to finish off, as per usual, do you have anything on your radar? I feel like I need to start asking, do you have anything? Because so often we just don't have so stuff. We always think of stuff. I actually went, on the same day I went to the Murky Pond, I went to a bookstore and there was a table and on the table was heartburn everything by Deborah Levy that you've been reading. Basically everything that I've recommended to you or that you're already doing for book club was on this table. And I just thought the girls have got it. The girls have got it. It's on my radar. Well, on my radar is Leve's new album. I think we've talked about her on the pod or I've talked about her maybe before on here. I don't know, but I'm obsessed with her. I love bringing jazz back to the young ones and she's doing that. And her new album's coming out and I'm just really excited for it and she's doing this thing called a very live day um which is it's funny because i'm in new zealand so i can't really do any of the like cute things that are happening for it but it's just like i want to just listen to the album in its entirety and f- she's so chic and like cute and i just want to feel chic and cute that day and just like listen to the album so that's what i'm gonna do i just want to feel chic and cute i just want to feel like live for a day day in oh my <laughs> We also can feel chic and cute in Lisbon next week. <gasps> oh yeah, so everyone, I'm so happy to tell you that there probably won't be a podcast that there won't be a podcast next week because I will be finally in transit. <gasps> and then Laura and I will be in the same time zone doing What's this gonna feel like at a regular hour? I actually don't know. Neither do I, but look, we are nothing if not versatile. Hmm. And chemistried maybe i should fly to lisbon every week to do this maybe that no honestly just chuck it on the expenses no fucking that's a lie everyone we don't even know what that means we're saying things now (laughs) we need to stop (laughs) it's a lie um laura thank you as per usual for your excellent digital footprints and therapy speaks gorgeous lucy thank (laughs) you for your chemistry that you could have with a brick a brick wall. And everyone, see you in the Geneva chat, eh? Bye. Eh? Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.